Welcome to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast for anyone looking to stop letting life get in the way and start crushing bold goals. I'm your host, Sarah Mayer, and I'm thrilled to navigate this journey with you because it's time to start boldly achieving without working double time. So let's dive in. Hello, Bold Gold Crushers. I am super excited. It's almost the end of the year. And as you know, I absolutely love, 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 love the holidays, including New Year's. It's one of my favorite times of the year. And I know many of you are getting ready for next year and really thinking about next year and reflecting on this year and what you want the next year to be all about. And that's totally natural. Just like at the beginning of the school year, there are hopes, dreams, and things that you may want to accomplish. The new year is a natural time to start really doing that reflection and goal planning and goal setting. Now, if you've been around for a while, you know that I have a lot of different views as far as what you should do for the new year, including uh, resolutions, themes, words, bigger goals, and all those things. So just know that whatever you do or have done is totally fine if it's working for you. If it's not working for you or you are getting no closer to your goals, and you want a new or different process, I'm super excited because today we're going to talk about my process for the year end and then some really cool things coming up in January. So first off, I think it's really important to do some reflection. And many times at this time of the year it's easy for people myself included to beat ourselves up and say well i said i was going to lose this amount of weight or i said i was going to do this and i didn't do it and blah 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 and to really come at it from a place of negativity and when we do that we end up with goals or resolutions that maybe we're not excited about anyway. And so because we're coming at it from a place of negativity, they may not really inspire us. Or we may be hitting those goals from a surface level. Like, why do you really want to lose weight or have a cleaner house or spend time with more time with the kids? And then how do you clear your life so that you are able to do it and ingraining that goal progress, the time that you work on that goal into your daily life? So I think it's really important when you do the reflection this year to really come at it from a place of positivity and ask yourself questions that take you back the full year. Because many times we're thinking about the last three months or we haven't been focused the last two months because we may be focused on other things like the holidays or spending time with family or whatever has come across our plate. But we forget about what happened in February. So it's really important to sit down and really do a deep reflection that spans the entire year. So if you haven't done this before, I have a great 
a new year reflection worksheet to start the new year off right. It asks you some great questions where you can really dive in to your year as a whole from a place of positivity, like asking you questions like what really inspired you this year? What did you do that you really enjoyed so that you can set your next year up to do more of that? So go ahead and click on the show notes. There's a link to my New Year Reflection Worksheet, and it's a great way to really start the new year off right. And that's the first step in my process is I really sit down and take some time to reflect. I don't believe in the finish the year strong type of thing, like pushing to the end. I really like to take some time and especially that week between uh, Christmas and New Year's to reflect, regroup, plan, and strategize for the next year. So the first step is always reflection for me. And then I start to get into a process of dreaming. And that's really about where do I want my life in the next year, in the next three years, in the next five years? in the next 10 years. Because when I start to think about my life in those timeframes and using more descriptors so that I'm able to really picture it, that is when my dreams come to life. And when I really can get into um, the things that truly, truly are inspiring and things that I really want to work on and make sure that I'm able to not only work on those goals, but actually know that those are truly what I want. And so I think it's really important that you sit down and really take the time to dream writing those things out, being descriptive, being very elaborate in what that looks like, but also tapping into the why. Why do I want this? Why is this important? And what will it feel like when I achieve that? Because that's one of the key things that will allow you to keep these goals alive for the rest of the year. But also when you really think about the things that you really, really want, the things that are really important to you, those things you can't accomplish typically in a year. And so I think about this idea of like retirement, for example, If you know you want to retire in 20 years, there are things that you need to do throughout the 19 years before you retire. But if you're not making those things, making those steps and moving those things forward, 20 years will actually go by quickly. So the things that you really want to achieve take longer. And I think that's where when you sit down and you start to think about your goal setting, and you start to think about um, the things that you want and you dream those out, you can chisel away at little things throughout that time. 
So the first step, reflection. The second step, I really take some time and dream and think about the things that I want to achieve, even if maybe they're super far-fetched or I have no idea how to accomplish them. That Those are the things that I sit down and really think about. After I have the opportunity to dream and journal on those dreams, then I like to, I do this in a journal. So I have, as you know, I sell journals and notebooks. I have an eight and a half by 11 book for each one of my big core dreams. So that's where I'll write out all the dreams, the descriptions. I might even doodle some pictures. And then I really start to think about, okay, what are the first couple of steps that I need to do to accomplish that goal? So it may be like, figure out how to do this, learn how to do this, start the initial research phase. And so I I like to keep those in a notebook. Now, some people that I work with, my clients, they'll put it in an Excel workbook or they'll pop it into a sauna, a planning tool. It's really up to you how you want to do that. But that's what I do because I like to keep all of that big goal, that dream in one place. And then I also like to be able to go back and look at it throughout the years to see that I've made progress on the goals. So then I put everything in my book, my little journal, I outline some of the steps. And then what's super important is in order to bring this dream alive is to actually spend some time and put time on your calendar. So I go in, I open my calendar and I put time on my calendar. Maybe it's every third Friday for two hours, or maybe it's every Tuesday, whatever. But I put that in my calendar for the entire year. And those are non-negotiable times. Those are times that I don't let other things get in the way. I don't move those times. Sometimes I'll sit at my desk and just think about that goal, but that's when I open up that goal notebook and review what I what I really wanted, but also I review that visualization that I wrote about at the beginning of when this goal came about. And sometimes I add things and sometimes I take things away, but it reminds me and reconnects me to that goal and that feeling of what it's going to be like when I achieve the goal. And it does take some time. And so then I have the time in my calendar where I'm actually going to work on the goal. And there's a big, big thing about tell people what you want to quit, but don't tell people what what your big goals are. I, I don't tell people a lot of my big goals at the beginning. And I'll tell you why, because there are a lot of naysayers out there and Sometimes they'll say, oh, well, that goal is not possible or somebody already tried that and it didn't work. So it's really up to you if you want to share that goal publicly or not. But I think it's important to really think about how you're going to overcome the things that people are going to say about your goals. And if you know that there are going to be people out there that may say that you're crazy, that's a crazy idea. Or are you sure you don't want to keep your regular job? Then maybe you wouldn't want to share that with those people. So really thinking about who can and will support you and who you need support from. So after I plug all those things into my calendar, then I start to outline 
some of the steps that I'm going to need to take in order to achieve that goal. And that's where I go into my calendar and I make a little task list in my calendar as things come up, but I also keep everything in that notebook. And that's really the cool part. And many times throughout the year, that's how my goal stays alive. Many times throughout the year, what will happen is people will ask me to do things and to get involved in things. But because I already have a lot of things on my calendar towards my goal, I can easily see that I'm busy and that I have things to do. And so it makes it easier for me to say, do you know who would be really great at that? Because you all know I don't say no. I always try and recommend somebody when somebody reaches out for help. And so it helps me to really see when I'm busy and when I'm not busy and make those decisions. I also, in my goal notebook, have a list of people who may need to be involved in my goal. And so I like to go back and really think about those goals and who can support me in those goals. And sometimes it's at the beginning of the goal when I'm starting to work on it. And sometimes it's further down the road. But what's helpful is because it's all in one place, whether it be on a spreadsheet or in a notebook or wherever, it's an easy place to reference all the ideas and to get excitement again about the goal when I actually work on it. So I'd love to hear about your goal, year-end goal process, and how you go about setting goals for the year, for three years, five years, 15 years, 20 years, however long you're setting them. And just a reminder to go in and grab that New Year Reflection Worksheet to help you get started on your goals this year. If you are enjoying the Bold Goal Crochet podcast, we are doing an epic giveaway until January 15th. All you need to do is subscribe to the show, leave a review, share your review on social media, and tag Sarah Mayer Consulting. So S-A-R-A-M-A-Y-E-R Consulting as the... Um, the last word on either Facebook or Instagram, and you'll be entered to win a $100 Amazon gift card, book club books. So we have some books that we've read in the book club and a free coaching session with me. So for each share about the review that you posted is one entry. And right now we have a couple of people in there and I'm super excited, but I would love to get some more so if you are enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to the show, leave a review, share your review and tag us and you'll be entered into a drawing. All right, Bulgol Crushers, super excited to hear about your new year and what you will be doing for your year end process. Have a great day and remember you can crush your goals and everything that gets in the way without working double time. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast, where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community. So feel free to text the word goal to 480-530-5368. Again, 480-530-5368 and the word goal. And then tell me all about your goals and dreams. 
Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year.